Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Charlene. Happy Tuesday to everyone. God is truly an awesome God and just want to exalt his name and praise his name for everything that he has been doing. So hopefully I'm coming through clearly. I haven't programmed the phone yet to my car. So, but I'm thanking the Lord that he woke me up this morning and he had me on his mind. And he had all of us on his mind. So we're just so grateful and thankful that the Lord cares for us and he loves us so much. I want to hasten into the word. Uh, the word this morning is taken from um, Second Timothy um, chapter. Two verses nineteen to twenty one. Um, yeah. Yeah, nineteen to twenty one. Okay, so again it's second Timothy chapter two verses nineteen to twenty one. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we're so grateful that you have woke us up this morning, this day that you have made, and we just want to praise you, O God, and just talk to you this morning, Lord. Will you just talk to us, Lord, as we dialogue? We just want to praise you and worship you now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read um, from verse 19 to 21, and then we're just going to try to break it down. And it says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth and some of honor and some of dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctify and meet for the master, master's use, and prepare unto every 
good work. I think we could just close the devotion and just call it a day. When this is read in your hearing, it's very, very powerful. And in my mind, the Lord just sent me to it. I haven't even read it before. The Lord just sent me to it, and I'm like, Lord. But, but look at it this way. God is such a powerful God. Because um, when I read it now, I'm like, wow, Lord, this should have been a Sabbath sermon. Because this is so deep. Okay, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to just allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead me in verse 19. And it says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. So, so let's look at the foundation of a building that carries a 24th story building. I don't know how tall is the building that you work on or what you live on. Say 24 story. Do you know that the foundation have to be designed to carry the weight? So, it, it, and, and how you design it, it depends on the width of it and also the depth and the strength. So you can't have a foundation that carries um, uh, such a high building and it's dug only two feet. Because the wind comes, it will just topple over. The foundation has to be grounded. And the Lord here is using this word, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. That carries authority, that the foundation of God is not anything that can be easily moved. It standeth sure. It's not going to fall. It's a solid rock. Listen, it says further, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. So here now the Lord is telling it that the foundation of God standeth sure. And he's talking to us that if we are built on Christ Jesus, uh, he, he, this field, and he knows this field because we're standing on the rock. If we have this seal of God, how do we get this seal to be this foundation, to be on this solid rock? We got to be obedient. We got to keep the commandment of God. In order to have this solid foundation where we're not going to be toppling over, we have to have this seal. We could go into the seal of God in Revelation and the prophetic ways of what the seal is and stuff. But I want you to just use up your spiritual imagination that to, to, to have this sure foundation, you stand it sure, this foundation, and you're imitating the Lord, you're imitating his character. And you know this. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ 
depart from evil. So the Lord then, so look at it like the Lord is looking from heaven and is looking down on you and I. And he knows who are grounded in him. He knows who have his seal. And he knows who are professing to have his seal. And when the trial comes, we topple over easily. The Lord is saying, if you have my seal and you're called by my name, I encourage you to depart from evil. Don't be lukewarm. Don't stand and say, I'm a seven-day Adventist. But you are weary and you're weak. And anything comes, you will topple over easily. The Lord is saying, we need some bigger foundation. If you have my seal and is my child and you depart from evil, nobody's going to run you over. No wind is going to come and blow you down. No water is going to flood you out and have your foundation crack, crackle and, and turn over. No. Okay, and the Lord gave some example, and I wish I have a lot of time to break this down as the Spirit leads now. Look at verse 20, 2 Timothy verse, chapter 2, verse 20. Look at it now. But in a great house. So the Lord talks about our foundation in him and how if we depart from evil, we can stand for sure like him, where the devil cannot push us over with gossip. The devil cannot push us over with discouragement. The devil cannot push us over with, 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 with um, financial issues and emotional issues because we are grounded in him and our foundation is Christ Jesus. And now he gave us some more examples here where it says, but in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Lord of mercy, that is so powerful verse. Virgin, you got to let it soak in. That is so powerful. God is saying, just as when you look down on this cosmic world, and I think in Steps to Christ, you talk about the cosmic world. You know, you send rain on the good and the unjust. God is saying, no matter where you go, wheat and tear is going to grow together. It's going to be a group of us, and some is standing on the rock. And some profess to stand on the rock. But we have iniquity, and we enjoy iniquity. So when... The testing come, we're going to topple over. The devil is going to grab us and take hold of us and possess us because we have too many skeletons and we are not aware of it. Some of us are aware of it and we're just enjoying it. The Lord is saying, we got to be aware. So here now he shows a great house. And look at the great house as the church. Look at the great house as this world. Where it says that there's going to be are not only vessels of gold, there's everything in the house, in the church. The church is like a rose garden. You have some red, purple, 
yellow. Just imagine with me as I call the colors, red, yellow, purple, white, you know what I mean, blue. You have all different colors, but you have some thorn, some weed that needs to be chopped down. You know what I mean? Some weed that is growing in the midst, but you can see that it's a combination of everything. And if you were to sell the rose, the red rose will cost more. And then you probably go to the white one in price, and then you go down to the yellow. And then the blue one will cost less, and the color goes down as the price depreciates. You know, it just depends on the demand. And, and, and the, the Lord is saying, there is a great house, a, a great house. You know what a great house could represent, the royal house? You know, it could represent the, the, the house in uh, of commons in the state. You know, the, the high house where all the government officials meet. You know, it's some great building, you know, historic building that people go, you know, to, to look and things in the past and to look where the archaeologists put their stuff. And you go there and the Lord is saying, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold. It's not only good things. There's some bad things in there too. But it all depends on your foundation. If you go back to the, the verse 19, it depends on what your foundation is. If it's sure, and it's on the solid rock price. Jesus, uh, you don't know where you stand this morning. You're kind of on the river, in the, in the river, on the bank. You're not sure who you are in Christ because everything you complain, everything you wonder, where is God? You know, I mean, I heard Brother Harold praising God that the Lord comes through, even though his sister is not fully delivered yet. But he's anticipating. He's praising God that if I'm going to go down in the storm, I'm going to go down in the storm because there's a day coming when the trump of the Lord shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise, rise first. There's hope in Christ. When you're wrapped up on the rock, when you're standing on that rock, Christ Jesus, I'm telling you, virgin, you're going to be solid. You're not going to be a wishy-washy Christian because the disciples were tested. They gone through trials. Some of them was homeless. Have you ever talked about homeless people in Toronto where you have winter and you're homeless and you're a child of the king? You will curse God. There's a day coming when we are going to be tested. Some of us Pillar going to be a stone. Some of us going to be in the jail. And it's going to smell stink. You're going to smell. I'm telling you, there's a day coming of judgment. You're going to find out who is gold and who is silver and who is wood. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Okay, let's go back to this. Verse 20 again. He said there's some that is vessels of gold and silver, or of silver, but also of wood and of earth. So, so look at it there. There's two precious metals. There's gold, and everybody's striving to be gold. 
but you got to go through fire. The, 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 the process to become gold is more than just wood. It's more than just dirt. If you want to become dirt, as a matter of fact, when you die, you go back to the dirt. But in order to become gold, you got to go through some process. And the Lord is saying there's gold. He, he mentioned gold first, and then silver, and then wood, and then earth. So the Lord is saying, everybody's grown together till the day of harvest. Everybody's in the great house. Everybody have a purpose. Everybody's in this great house here. But the Lord is asking you. Okay, let's look at the next part of the same verse. And some honor and some to dishonor. If you are wood, you can't stand in the storm that is coming. You're not going to be able to represent if you have strength of just wood. If you have strength of gold, it meant that you have been through fire. You have been tested. And when you stand for sure, like verse 19, standing on Jesus, his promise is sure. And when you're standing on the rock, and you are bold, no weather can topple you over. Nothing can move your foundation and move your faith because your faith in Christ is solid. So hear this now. In verse 21, it says, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor and sanctify and meet for the master's use and prepare unto every good work. So here now it's showing something that even if you're wood, even if you're doing something that dishonor God, if we purge ourselves, the vessel of honor, if you purge yourself, your body is supposed to be the temple of the living God. If you start to purge yourself, then come on here, somebody. You can change into gold. Remember my favorite, Job 23, verse 10. When Job look everywhere and can't find the Lord, then he says, he knows the way I take. And when he have tried me, I will come forth like gold in Jesus' name. God is calling us for a purging that the temple needs purging. If we're going to stand like gold, if we're going to stand with solid foundation in the last days here, we need a purging. You know what happens if we don't, if we are not purged? You can go and read the rest of the, the, that, the chapter. If we are not purged, you know what's going to happen then? The enemy is going to walk right in. If we are wood, wood represents a different type of sin. If you are addicted to pornography, you have the wood in your life, in your temple, it's weakened. It's not gold, it's weakened, it's marred. The enemy will use it as a door and come in. And when that door is open, he will control us because the temple of God is no more the temple of God. 
because we need purging. I'm telling you, if we open a door in sin in our lives, the devil will walk right in. Virgin, the Lord is saying to us this morning, we need a purging. How do you purge? Purging meant that you need to wash something out. You need to put some detergent, some liquid soap. You need to get some water, and you need to wash. How do we purge ourselves from sin? We need deep confession. We need coming to the mercy seat and turning from sin and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Purge me. I don't know how much, brethren, we really get in these messages that the Lord is sending. Because sometimes we hear all these messages and tomorrow is gone from us and we're still complaining. We're not even grateful that we are alive today. Where Christ is on the verge of coming. We are so blessed to be alive today. There's so many people going to the grave and going to Christless grave. God has chosen us today to be alive. 2021. We don't know what this year is going to bring. The rest of the year could be chaotic. It could be hastening and the coming of Christ is around the corner because of all the fulfillment that is going to happen. If there's ever a time I see people looking for homes in the country, it's no. Everybody is looking for home in the country. But the Lord is asking you, what happened to four years ago when the house price was half the house price today? How come you weren't looking? What happened? Are you only going to move by the majority because everybody's running? You're going to run to? Everybody's running to the rocks you run into, and the Lord is going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. Have you been sitting at the mercy seat and asking the Lord for direction, constant direction? Not only today because of the housing crisis, the economy is crashing, and even the heathen knows that the country is better. But it took a pandemic to wake up some of us to know and we have to pay the price. Instead of paying 150000 for a house with acres of land, we're going to be paying five, 600000 for the same house just two years ago. It's just showing us that if we don't prepare, we better prepare to fail. If we don't prepare for heaven, we better prepare to fail because we're not preparing. And, and and now everybody's running to the country. You need to probably just put our brakes on and ask God, Lord, what is your desire now? Because you know what may happen? You may have all the heathen that run to the country, drive the house price up, and all of a sudden, the pandemic is over, temporary. Everything seems like it's normal, and everybody rushed back to the city, and the houses, you may get cheaper again. Yeah, have you ever thought about that? That That is a probability. Did you know that Sister White talks about 
where God is going to cause some people to give up in the country and sell their homes to his people. You don't understand. If you are standing on this rock, I'm talking about this morning, brethren. If you are standing on this rock, you will never worry. Because every disappointment is a blessing for the Christian. You don't understand. If you are in line with God, and God is leading you, and you haven't gone to the country yet, because the Lord tells you to hold on. The Lord may have a 50-acre property with everything you need, your own river, your own plants, everything may be waiting on you. Are you waiting? And the Lord may just move in somebody and move you in. Like, you don't know. The, the key is to be standing on the foundation of God and not to worry. But what I see, God's people worry until we keep things in our own hands. And a lot of people are not going to be living to see Christ come in his glory because we are a worrier. So he's going to put many of us to sleep. Many of, us, many of us worry over our families so much that the Lord has to go take you out so he can save your children. I'm telling you, God is so powerful, brethren. I want you to look at this practical, and I, I wish I had more time to break this down because it's so powerful. The vessel, this vessel of honor. God wants us to be a vessel of honor, but we have something to do. We got to give up some of the baggages. If you want to be a vessel of honor, he said, sanctify the meat for the master. Use and prepare unto every good work. In order for us to be a vessel of honor, we got to let the Lord in so that he can use us. No, not for our own purpose. You're not cleaning the temple of God so you can just worship yourself and have a good time. The body is the temple. God wants to use us to finish the work. But we got to avail ourselves and make ourselves available. And to do so, we got to stand on the rock. And we got to purge ourselves of all the sin that we are carrying and let Christ come in. I pray this morning that somebody will become a vessel of honor. And when you become a vessel of honor, it's not to you so you can do whatever you want to do. It's for Christ. To use you. So if Christ is going to use you, he's going to send you prices that you've never been. He's going to give you assignment that you're going to say no in the human life when your vessel is like wood. When your vessel is made with silver coming up to gold, you're not going to comprehend it. You're not going to understand it unless you understand God. If your vessel is a vessel of earth, Dirt. You just create dirt. You're not going to understand. You got to let the Lord in and let him do the work. And when you become a vessel of honor, when the Lord says, go to Timbuktu, you're not going to say, well, how am I going to survive? What do you expect me to do, Lord? There's no job there. Where? What about my family? I'm telling you, you're just going to say, okay, Lord, I'm packing up. I'm going. If you say, go leave my children, here I am. You take care of them. That's understanding God. But when we don't understand God, we are dirt. We question God. You know, where am I going to live? Look what I'm earning. I need to earn more. 
we have our fingers pointing in the Lord's face. No honor. No respect for God is because our vessel is marred. It's dirty. It's carrying dirt. It's carrying wood. There's no honor. How can we honor God when we don't know him? We hear these messages over and over, and we're still dirt. I pray this morning that God will help us to move, sweep out the dirt. Let us move in honor. May God bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you this morning. In Jesus' name, as we will go to the prayer request now. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.